0: I'm so glad that you're here today and we're recording our podcast
1: yes our podcast okay but I'm not gonna get my hair wet what
0: no that's (laughs) not what it's called that's not what it's called
1: I like wanted to say it different than I normally said it and then it came out like wrong and it was wrong okay but I'm not getting my hair wet yes and you gave me a topic I did and it's broadly Joan Crawford yes Broadly. Broadly. It was I'm sorry. No,
0: it's okay. Cause it, it was just like She's I didn't fascinating. know fascinating. I didn't know there was that much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I was
0: reading her Wikipedia page, it was like every link to something I wanted to click on and read, yeah. which was overwhelming.
1: Well, I did manage to get it down to some some jaunts here. Okay. Um, so let's start with the first thing is that her name's not Joan Crawford.
0: Joan Crawford is an actress also yes. for those who may oh, not those know who no,
1: don't know who Joan Crawford is yeah let's set up Joan Crawford a little bit Joan Crawford is an actress from the 20s through the 60s mm-hmm. um she famously was portrayed by um suddenly escaped my mind faye dunaway thank you famously portrayed by faye dunaway in the film mommy dearest for anyone who's seen that that
0: was my introduction to joan Crawford. joan (laughs) Joan sadly it is to
1: most people
0: it was my introduction to joan crawford yes
1: um i have seen a numerous amount of joan crawford films They're really good. I've uh,
0: not seen many. I've not seen many. I'll give you
1: a list of ones to touch on. Okay. But yeah, so Joan Crawford was actually not born Joan Crawford. She was actually born Lucille LeSueur. Is this why um, Betty
0: Davis calls her Lucille? Yeah. Weird. I thought it was just like a... Okay, Barbara. (laughs) Yeah, just like I
1: like, I can't be bothered to remember your name. Yeah, no, she called her that because that's her real name.
0: Wild, I love that. I'm bringing that into the vernacular, by the way. Get ready to be called Lucille all the time.
1: Lucille.
0: Yeah, it's coming.
1: Um, but also those who, when she was a kid, she preferred to be called Billy. Cute. Um, and those closest to her, like her ex-husband, said he called her Billy. Um, so like friends growing up still call her Billy. She did not like the name Joan Crawford at all. She thought it sounded like crawfish, which it does. And she wanted her first name to be Joanne. And they said, no. So who picked that name for her? It was like a newspaper or like a magazine. What? Yeah. So like, so, so here's something fascinating about Joan Crawford. Um, she campaigned for herself largely at MGM. Um And a screenwriter at MGM was actually quoted as saying, no one decided to make Joan Crawford a star. Joan Crawford became a star because Joan Crawford decided to become a star. So she was like, I like I'm not happy with she was very in charge of her career. She's like, I'm not Mm -hmm. happy with the roles I'm getting. So I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to make myself a star, which is very fascinating behavior yeah Um, because she kind of had a lot of balls for a woman in her time yeah um but she also had a very very difficult upbringing do you know anything about her upbringing amber
0: i read a little bit she was from i know she was raised in texas Mm -hmm. and she had a stepfather who she thought was her dad Mm -hmm. um her biological dad for a while, and that's kind of sad. Yeah, but he owned a like a theater,
1: a vaudeville theater, a vaudeville
0: theater, yeah. and that's where she was like, "I can do
1: that." And she wanted to be a dancer, and she was a really good dancer. At the start of a lot of her films at MGM in the early days, she was dancing a lot in
0: them. Mm.
1: Um, she was actually Fred Astaire's first on-screen dance partner. Get out of town. Yeah. Wow. Um. But uh. The sad part of Joan Crawford's childhood is I read her one of her biographies and after the man who she thought was her father left them, her mother had to work in this place. And they I think it was a laundry Mm -hmm. and they lived like behind it Mm -hmm. and there wasn't enough room for all of them. And so she kept the boy. And she sent Joan to go to the school where she worked as a work student.
0: I read that she went to the school, but I didn't know that was why. Yes. And she was, she was working.
1: And she was working more. she was learning. Yeah. Um, and because of this, she never got past like a primary education. Wow. Um, because she was really not learning anything. She was just Yeah. working as a child. Wow. Yeah. Chutzpah. Yeah. Um, And then she became a dancer Mm and like choruses and vaudeville and like that whole thing. Um, She may or may not have been in a stag film.
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Without a doubt. But
1: all of that footage would have been destroyed by Louis B. Mayer when she became a star at MGM. And you asked where she got her name from. It Mm -hmm. was uh, they asked the people name the star and they gave them like multiple choice.
0: How oh, strange. Yeah.
1: And then they picked, they actually picked Joan Arden, but that was already an actress's name. And so they went with Joan Crawford.
0: How weird. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Okay. So I, I obviously didn't know any of that. My introduction to her, like I said, was like, I think my mom was watching Mommy Dearest or something yeah. one day and I was like watching it with her and I was mm-hmm. like, what is this? Yeah. And then she was like, oh, she's an actress. And then so I always that was I just always assumed.
1: Um, And and Mommy duras doesn't come in until really the decline of her career. Right. Like in the in the point of Joan's life.
0: Yeah. Where Um, she had more of like a tabloid kind of sensational existence.
1: Yeah. Um, Um. But so she, I didn't know
0: anything about her no. I always kind of thought maybe she was just like a cheesy actress. I didn't think that she had credentials.
1: She did. Yeah. Um and she was actually she started during the silent film age. So she was in silent films. And then as you kind of see in Singing in the Rain, like some people couldn't like be in talkies because they couldn't speak. Yeah. Um and she was like, crap. And she studied mad hard to get rid of her She accent. took dictation lessons. yeah. And so she's like, I'm going to make it. And she did. And she became like crazy popular at MGM during like the 20s and the 30s until she became box office poison. Oh, no. Um, do you know anything about uh, Joan Crawford's relationship with the king of the movies?
0: who is clark gable i watched the video you sent me oh no which was a jump scare
1: it was such a jump scare wasn't it yes why was i talking like that
0: i didn't know it was gonna be you (laughs) i was like huh oh god who is that yeah and when that was like five years ago
1: yeah whatever it was it was
0: like right before i met you yeah um so anyway, yeah, no, I had no idea. And it was actually really cute, I guess.
1: Yeah, their romance was kind of like, oh, this little work. They were cheating on their significant others, but this kind of sexy work romance between like these two, but like <laughs> sexiest people alive, like
0: <laughs> Clark Gable, man. Yeah. I. You know what? I wonder if Clark Gable. I don't know. He's like, he does have like such an old timey look. I don't know if people would respond to it. Clark Gable's face now the way they they did before.
1: No, I could picture him like being very like like almost like Viking scruffy. Oh, in today's modern age, huh? When like those dimples.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we should fantasy cast like a like a recent film with all yeah. like old timey actors. I love this idea. That would be so fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Clark Gable was a babe. I've seen two Clark Gable films. One, Gone with the Wind, obviously. Two, It Happened One Night. Oh. Which I loved. Yeah. It's super cute.
1: That's when she puts her leg out. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's really adorable. Um, So yeah, he's a babe. And Joan Crawford, very much a babe.
1: Such a babe. A total babe. A total hottie. And she took pride in that.
0: Yeah, she, she looked She took great. a lot of
1: pride in that. To the point... But I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to the end of her life. Um, She had one final appearance in public where people saw her. She was at a book party for Rosalind Russell that Rosalind Russell was hosting. Mm -hmm. And um, they took a picture of her and they put it in the newspaper. And she was so taken aback by what she looked like, how she aged, that she refused to go out in public after that.
0: Damn. How old was she?
1: This is the thing
0: about Joan Crawford. No one knows.
1: It's either she didn't know because no one gave a shit about her Mm -hmm. or she lied about her age to everyone because she pretended to be younger. Mm -hmm. So no one really knew how old. But it said at the time of her death, she was either 69 or seven between 69 and 73 years old. Wow. That's really sad
0: because that means that that's something she was hung up on her whole life her entire like life. she had no peace like and so all of that like obviously comes from a place of insecurity yeah you know so that's kind of depressing it's really sad um uh so somewhere towards the middle of her life so okay she had four husbands she
1: had four husbands douglas fairbanks jr Tone, philip terry and Alfred Steele,
0: Alfred Steele, the CEO of Pepsi Cola.
1: Pepsi <sighs> Cola, my favorite man. He gave me my favorite thing in the whole world, Pepsi Cola. <laughs> I visited his grave. Yeah, because it is also her grave. Was he a good dude? I I don't I don't know yeah he gave us pepsi
0: yeah true
1: true i don't think she was really with him for that chunk of long period no he, he died he
0: died yeah. yeah she got divorces from all of her other exes and he was the only yeah. one
1: however she like for i think for at least two of them like one of them was like in charge of her funeral or and she was in charge of like their funeral oh
0: yeah i read that it was like i think it was like her second husband tried to get back together with her oh yeah and then and then he died and then he died and then she like yeah did his funeral arrangements and stuff
1: so i mean who's to say and also i mean this is i'm just saying Mm -hmm. douglas Fairbanks jr also like after Christina Crawford came out with Mommy Dearest was like one of the people who was like no
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. absolutely not so do you want to talk about Mommy Dearest I guess
1: it's time to talk about Mommy Dearest okay so uh Joan Crawford adopted four children um a girl named Christina a boy named Christopher uh, they both took a long time to get to those names, but those are their names now. She actually adopted five children. She actually adopted five, but the she birth, gave
0: one back.
1: Well, the birth mother was like, found out that who adopted it and was like, blackmailing, blackmailing her. And she was like, no dice. Here's your baby back. Yeah. Um, and then got,
0: and then got another one. And then got another one. And gave me- it the same and name. And gave
1: it the same name like it's a bet.
0: <laughs> Fucking crazy.
1: And then she adopted twin girls, Kathy and Cindy. Yes. um, A lot of people don't know about Kathy and Cindy. No. um, Because they were not in the Mommy Dearest movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or in the book, really?
0: No, I think it was because I think th- maybe the twins were her. Let's try this again. Let's, yeah. Let's take it from the top let's with take another it from two the top. kids. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, And then, you know. Christina Crawford, Well, then Joan Crawford, so events happened. <laughs> events happened. Things unfurled. And then Joan Crawford died, and she left um, her money split between charities and the Kathy and Cindy. And no money, no provisions will be taken to my daughter Christina or my son Christopher, for reasons well known to them. Jesus. Jesus. And then they went. We att- detest this, and they actually won money. Oh, they did? They did. That's good. However, in one of Christina's books after Mommy Dearest, she wrote <laughs> She wrote that Kathy and Cindy weren't actually twins, and that Joan had just, like, adopted two kids who looked like each other and passed them off as twins, and then Kathy and Cindy were like, what the And they sued her for defamation of character.
0: That's insane. And
1: then they won.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) they
0: were like, "Excuse
1: me, (laughs) we are twins." Like, Like, did you
0: think we weren't gonna? Yeah,
1: did you think we weren't gonna like care?
0: Wait, so that means, um, I mean, that takes away her credibility regarding. Okay, so Christina Crawford writes this book. So
1: Christina Crawford writes this book then after her mother dies. Called,
0: yeah, called or, Mommy or it
1: has been said that she was already writing the book, Possibly. and that is the reason she was left out of the will.
0: Oh, yes, I did hear that. So she writes this book basically laying out how she and her brother, Christopher, mm-hmm. were horribly abused by Joan mm-hmm. Crawford for many, many years. Yeah, and in very audacious ways. Yeah, <laughs> and um, then a film was made from and it. The
1: film, the film is crazy
0: because Faye Dunaway w- got the role, and from what I've read, I watched a whole documentary a while yeah. ago about like the filming of *Mommy Dearest*. I
1: think I know which one you're talking. Yeah,
0: about. and how like Faye Dunaway was also kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like crazy and like an artistic,
1: and also like. like- <laughs> The director, I I don't know if you remember if it's the same documentary, but the director was like, Were there a couple moments where we should have maybe pulled her back a little? In hindsight, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And like, even Christina was like, That was, she was a little crazy. But Christopher was like, No, that was accurate. That was 100% accurate. So who knows? Who knows? Um, But like, the movie is cuckoo bananas crazy.
0: And also just. I don't know. It just walks this line because it's camp and it's hilarious, brightly colored. But it's also like she's beating the shit out of children. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. I don't want to laugh at this, but it's so ridiculous. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen it, maybe just take it for a spin. Yeah. Um. So Christina uh, makes all these claims. And you have people in both camps.
1: People in both camps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember Eve Arden, who uh, you probably know as, the, as Principal McGee from Greece.
0: Mm-hmm. She was
1: in Mildred Pierce with Joan Crawford, which is a great film. It earned Joan Crawford her Oscar. Oh. In which she famously did not go to the ceremony. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. She said, I'm sick. I cannot come to the ceremony because she was so scared she was going to lose. And then she won. And then they presented it to her in bed. And I'm like, you weren't sick.
0: <laughs> That's a move.
1: <laughs> That's a move. Iconic. Yeah. Um, and Eve Arden was like, I don't think she should have ever been a mother. Mm. Um.'" So that's what that's Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Was like, I don't know. I've never seen her yell at anyone in my life. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then Betty Davis, who famously hated Joan Crawford, Mm -hmm. which we should talk about, too, Mm -hmm. also had her daughter write a memoir about her called My Mother's Keeper. Mm. And Betty Davis was like, I detested Joan, but she did not deserve that deplorable book by that child. Oh, shit. (laughs) okay crazy yeah
0: i mean Um, so it's not our place to no it's
1: not so i'm just like giving you what yeah like also happened draw your own
0: conclusions draw your own
1: conclusions But either
0: way this this dynamite piece of media came from the whole thing
1: it is crazy and you have to you have to view it if you view it too much you're gonna lose out on If, if you if you view it too hardly for what is actually happening, you're gonna really miss out on so much of the ambiance, the big
0: picture, the
1: big picture, the act, the pure, not good acting, but pure acting, acting being done and yeah. reacting
0: and reacting to the acting. Um,
1: why did you adopt me? Maybe I wanted a little extra publicity. <laughs> Audacious! Oh my god! Audacious! I love it. Can we talk about, um, can we talk about the character of Christina Crawford in *Mommy Dearest*? Certainly. So young Christina, outstanding.
0: She's a mood. Oh yeah, she was super cute. Too. She
1: was cute, but also like, she really knew the assignment. I think. I think she, in some way. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That and like when Joan gets her award, gets her Oscar and she's closing the door to all of the photographers and she's like smiling at the photographers like, hi, hi, I'm Christina. <laughs> and like when she's in front of the mirror, she's like, I would like to thank all my fans. Like this girl knew exactly the assignment.
0: Yeah, she was good. She was great. Yeah.
1: Older Christina.
0: <laughs> That wig.
1: Why? The wig? Why did they do what they did? I don't know. I, she was, she was a pick. She was a choice. Mm -hmm. When the whole scene where things get really horribly physical leading up to that is not, is not a great acted scene. No. But it's iconic. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: And did you know that the woman, it's like a famous woman's like aunt. Is the woman who's, like, trying to, like, take Joan off of Christina. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot who it was. And apparently she just had, like, back surgery or something. And Faye Dunaway, like, knocked her down because she was in such a state. (sighs) Faye Dunaway was doing too much.
0: And, like, it could be argued that this film put a bad reputation. Put like a a dark mark on Faye Dunaway's career.
1: That is true, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think she doesn't talk about it. Mm -mm. She refuses to talk because she was like, this is going to be my Oscar. And then she won a Razzie for worst performance of the year.
0: I mean, she's probably okay with it now, maybe.
1: I don't know. I wouldn't want to come across Faye Dunaway. Do you remember? (laughs) I wouldn't
0: want to cross Faye Dunaway (laughs) in a dark alley. That's got the new t-shirt. I wouldn't
1: want to cross Faye Dunaway in a dark alley. Um Do you remember the last time we saw Faye Dunaway? Everyone we? puts Yeah the everyone you puts the blame on on Warren Beatty. But I blame Faye Dunaway. For they were they were doing the Oscars and they gave it to La La Land and <gasps> then he was like, Oh no, 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 it's not La La Land, it's it's Moonlight. Oh, because he opened it and Warren Beatty clearly is confused because he clearly knows it's wrong. And then Joan Crawford, this is not Joan Crawford, (laughs) (laughs) Faye Dunaway goes, read it. And she goes, la la land. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. That's not the answer. And he knew it. (laughs) So, wow. I forgot all about that. Yeah. What a
0: cultural moan. Yeah. Wait, so did the. Did the envelope say Moonlight?
1: It was, the, it was the envelope announcing Emma Stone had won for La La Land
0: from so, the award uh,
1: before. So he had the wrong envelope. So he had the wrong envelope, and he knew it was wrong because it's probably said Emma Stone La La Land. And he was like, this isn't what it's supposed to read. But oh. then Faye Dunaway was like, you stupid oaf, just read it. <laughs>
0: I forgot that happened. Wow. Wowie.
1: Yeah. What a dame. Um... But anyway, uh, Joan Crawford did some amazing films in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, Torch Song is a great campy film if you wish to watch. She plays like an aged musical theater star. That's fun. And she's like all leg. Mm. Yeah. And she falls in love with a blind uh, like um, composer. Oh, yeah. It's what? a really good movie. OK. Um, there's also The Women. Okay. Which is an all-female cast. Even the dogs are female. <laughs> Who else is in it? Uh, Norma Shear. I think Rosalind Russell was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in 1939. They made a remake of it recently. <laughs> Not recently, but in the last like 20 years. Had Meg Ryan, Eva Mendez played Joan Crawford. I remember this. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then there was the whole whatever happened to baby Jane era That Uh, was the last thing I would like to touch on before I, unless you want to say something, Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm kind of stealing the spotlight. It's
0: okay. I don't really have much.
1: Um, did you watch feud, Betty and Joan?
0: I did. I've seen it a couple times, actually. So
1: you are aware with the the bullshit she pulled at the Oscar ceremony. Yeah.
0: No, I loved it. It
1: was great.
0: It's excellent. It's also a great piece of media. I would say if you want to do a double feature, Mommy Dearest, and then watch Feud.
1: That's a fact.
0: It it would be a great weekend.
1: Because Feud kind of, it also kind of, not that she, because we don't really, because, you know, it's so like. I don't want to say that feud humanizes her. Wow. Um, because I don't know if she necessarily needs to be. Yeah, well, it does make
0: her more of like a sympathetic character. For me, for sure, like going in a, as a person who didn't really know much about her career, just mm-hmm. knew about her from Mommy Dearest and Trog. Um Trog. yeah, it really uh I really enjoyed it. Because yeah. there there's a lot there. That's uh um, that, I mean, you can see it whatever way um, you want, but like, much like Mommy Dearest, were there people? I mean, I guess like all of her contemporaries are mostly dead now. Yeah. But was there anybody like not happy with the betrayal of her or Betty Davis in that, that you know
1: of? I know, not of them. I know Olivia de Havilland sued Ryan Murphy because mm-hmm. uh, she did not like catherine zeta jones playing her i remember that yeah and um, she did great and she did great yeah and i'm like you should be honored olivia de Havilland. yeah but she was like 108 living up in the swiss alps being like i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: like oh, i'm relevant again and i don't like yeah. it yeah um so if you haven't watched the show it's um jessica lang is joan crawford mm-hmm. and susan sarandon is betty davis
1: Yeah. And there's this, if you don't watch it for any other reason, there's this great moment where um, Betty, and I'm going to cry maybe, but I'm going to try not to, where <laughs> Betty Davis, and I think this is very pinnacle of Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. And the moment was like pinnacle for the show, where Betty Davis ha- asks Joan Crawford, what was it like to be the most beautiful woman in the world? Mm. And Joan Crawford said, it was amazing, but it was never enough. And then she goes, what about you? What was it like being the most talented woman in the world? And she was like, it was great, but it was never enough.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's really.
1: Yeah. Mm. Because, and that's like. Kind of the reason they didn't like each other was because Joan Crawford was so beautiful and was so desired. But she wasn't like considered a great actress of her time while Betty Davis was getting Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. And like, this is the most groundbreaking thing we've ever seen. But everyone's like, she kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It was not a, a good look. I mean, yeah. looking back now, I mean, she's uh, gorgeous, yeah. but like not in that no. type of.
1: No. And way. like, yeah.
0: For the record, I don't know why this just popped into my brain. But of all those like old timey classy broads, for me it's Rita Hayworth.
1: <gasps> wow, she was Gorgina.
0: Yeah. She's hair goals. She's yes. she's a dame. Yes.
1: I'm like picturing one specific in my mind. Yeah. This clip I'm seeing in my mind. Yeah,
0: she's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanna throw just wanted yeah. to throw Rita's just hat. In the Rita ring. Hayworth, man. <laughs> Let
1: me look at my notes. See if there's anything I missed. Oh, other good, you'd love this movie if you haven't seen it. Johnny Guitar.
0: I've seen Johnny Guitar. There you go. Oh, shit. I forgot about Johnny Guitar. I loved Johnny Guitar. That was one of those movies I just found late at night one night was like what the fuck is this and i watched it and i was like so joe crawford like comes down the stairs in like old timey pants and she's like yeah welcome to my saloon boys (laughs) i'm like yes and then it's like technic (laughs) color yeah and then there's like a fucking cowboy with that just plays the guitar and And he was called
1: the dancing kid yeah (laughs) and that's why i called my youtube channel the chatting kid (laughs) (laughs) was because of the movie johnny guitar because of the outlaw the dancing kid
0: yeah it was good it was that was a fun ride i forgot about that yeah, one Yeah, good one. That. that was wild
1: yeah joan crawford made some good ones and she was funny
0: yeah she was funny she
1: had some like funny little bits in like those mgm movies yeah uh with with clark gable yum, yum yum he was funny too and he was funny too
0: Um, let me think. Do I have anything? Oh, maybe we should talk about Trog briefly. Yeah. It's (laughs) just so sad. Trog was the last film she made. Yeah. And... I think she was embarrassed. It was a total B movie. I watched it. I watched some of it. I couldn't watch the whole thing because it's bad. But think, like, Gorillas in the Mist. But it's a... like,
1: not Gorillas in the Mist at all. But it's
0: a caveman. And... (laughs)
1: And he has, like, a 99-cent mask on from, like, Party City <laughs> sales section. And
0: Joan Crawford is like, I will teach him. Yeah. She's, like, a scientist. It's kind of like a Planet of the Apes. Um, and she, like, thought she was, gorilla. like,
1: playing such, like, an important role. She, re- she was acting. Yeah.
0: It's sad. Like, she thought it was going to be her comeback. Yeah. She's right.
1: like, I am playing, basically, Marie Curie. Yeah, and
0: it was total garbage. Yeah, it was really
1: bad. Tina, Christopher, I have asked you to be quiet today. (laughs) I love it. As she has her face wrapped 50 times. It's insane, dude. You would think a woman who had her face wrapped 50 times and, like, ices her face and takes three hours to look like a gorgina woman in the morning wouldn't have like thrashed her face in some rose bushes
0: oh true well she was crazy allegedly deranged this is
1: another thing i wanted to touch on joan crawford had most certainly mental illness oh for sure um some things i'm
0: i'm willing to put money down that most women
1: oh yeah in the
0: 20s through the 60s were mentally
1: unwell um but she had like she, if so her cigarette box if anyone touched it or like took a cigarette out of the box she'd be like dead gotta get a new one why i don't i think she was well as you've seen in like mommy Dear, she like things a certain way yeah the things still and i think it Unfortunately, liked things so much to a certain way that probably adding children to the mix was not like the correct thing she should have been doing.
0: Do you think it was like a publicity like
1: I don't I mean I think she probably genuinely like thought she would be a good parent, but I don't think she had the capabilities to to succeed in that. Yeah. Um, she didn't have a good role model, and mm-hmm. I don't think she had a good uh, a brain that was being managed the way it should have been managed, especially in the time era she was in. If she had that much obsession with the way things looked and the way things, yeah, like, very germy.
0: It was, um, yeah, all an outward. Yeah. Keeping up appearances sort of thing. Ooh. Okay, do you have anything else? Mm-mm.
1: Nothing? I I think I hit everything. <laughs> I think
0: we did too. I think we did a pretty good like I mean she's a very interesting character. Very and there's interesting. a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. I mean and if nothing else, Google and just look at her face because Gorgina. What a face.
1: Um a a face made for the movies. A face.
0: The big screen, yes.
1: Um, okay, so I have
0: hmm. Uh, I, I, I have two different topics for next week, okay. And I was gonna ride the vibe on this and see which one I want to go with, okay. Um, but I think I want to talk about um, Ronnie Spector, oh, okay, Ronnie and Phil Spector, okay, and the wall of sound. And, um, you know, Phil Spector's murder trial and <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> all, good, all that fun stuff.
1: Remember, guys, uh, when you need to relax and unwind at the end of a long day, you might want to visit Hemper.co.
0: Hemper.co.
1: Hemper.co. <laughs> and buy some little doodads to help you. Why are you laughing at me? That was help, perfect. Help you do what? I just said if you need oh, to I unwind <laughs> <laughs> and relax at the end of a hard day. But at checkout, you're gonna wanna make sure you use a coupon code and that is OK the Pod. O K A Y T H E P O D. Yeah. Okay the pod.
0: Okay the pod, and you'll get five percent off. Wowee. Wow-wee. Wowee Zowie. Um yeah, and uh, tune in next week, two weeks. Yeah. This Might. It.